You are about to embark on a journey. A journey where your worst fears become reality. A journey where hell is not below us, but amongst us. Don't be afraid, relax, and take a seat while I open the box of horrors. Good afternoon and happy Saturday and welcome to another episode of Box of Horrors. My name is Israel Johnson and today we will be hearing a story a little bit different. Just a little bit, just a tad bit. No, I'm lying. It's very different from what we've heard before. Box of Horrors is going to space. This story is about an astronaut who is on his way to Mars and it's He's writing a letter about his growing suspicions of his fellow astronauts, and it starts to get really interesting. So let's hop right in, shall we? Soon they'll all see what I'm talking about. They all think I'm crazy, and I'm not. I'm not fucking crazy. All three of them are the crazy ones. We're halfway into this journey. That's four months, count them. Four months, and I'm the crazy one? I know what's going on. They're not fooling anyone. I'm extremely coherent, willing, and able to complete this mission. It wasn't the mission I wanted, but it beats sitting back on Earth twiddling my thumbs. You see, Artemis 15, that's going to be the big landing. But us, Artemis 14, we're stuck with a flyby. But hey, it's exciting shit. We were going to be the first ones to ever lay eyes on Mars in person. I don't know exactly what happened for it to end up like this. I mean, all four of us were getting along great. Let's see. It's Darius, Candace, Isabel, and me. We quickly, no, slowly, we slowly just went our separate ways. It's very bittersweet to say the least. We used to play cards and silly sports like football and the habitation module. The habitation module is what we like to call our small studio apartment's closet. It's basically where we all live while we're flying through space. It's about 8 meters long and 4 meters wide, and that's for all four of us. But what can you expect, right? In the beginning of this whole thing, we were so blinded by all the attention we were getting. We even got to talk with the president on the phone and tell all of our families goodnight on live TV. There's even a big dinner planned for all of us at the White House. Unfortunately, Pedro doesn't think we'll be making it back. See, Pedro isn't just a baseball player bobblehead. He gives actual insight. He doesn't talk or anything crazy like that, but I can sense what he's telling me, and it always turns out to be true. Like when we were practicing emergency drills, the whole crew was stumped, but I looked across the module at Pedro, and the words just came out of my mouth. Pedro's the one that told me to watch out for the other astronauts. It sounds strange, but hear me out. Humans can't be trusted, and they will eventually let you down, but Pedro has never let me down and never will. Between me and you, he helped me stage the big finale But more on that later, I don't want to spoil any surprises. When you look out of your window, what do you see? Some trees, maybe some cars and people walking around, 
going about their business. Do you know what I see? Turn off all of your lights or cover your head with blankets, then close your eyes. What do you see? I don't see darkness anymore. I see eternal emptiness. No stars, no lights, no moon, nothing. I wish we could all stick around to see what Mars will look like, but unfortunately the time has come and what's done is done. There I go again, getting ahead of myself. Watching the other three go on about their flight as if nothing's wrong or like I'm too stupid to realize what's going on really gets under my skin. I'm not stupid and I'm not crazy. I know what they're plotting and I know their next move. I just have to strike first and while the iron's hot. My eyes and Candace's briefly make contact and she gives me a quick smile. I smile back to avoid any suspicions. If any of them found out what I did, they'd tie me up and hold me as a prisoner. I won't allow that to happen, especially because we're more than 200 million kilometers from Earth. They could do whatever they want to me and nobody would ever know. They could torture me or even kill me. Deep space torture is one of the worst types according to Pedro. Once all three of them got back to Earth, they could make up some story to the media about what happened to me. Maybe they would lie and make me seem like some sort of coward, or maybe they'd have the decency to allow me to be viewed as a hero by dying in some sort of freak accident mid-flight. Would they keep my body on the spacecraft? Or would they not give my remains the dignity to fly back to Earth? Probably the latter. I could see them making up a story that the public would just eat up. Those evil bastards. Luckily for them, they're going to be put out of their misery at any moment. You see, I'm the engineer. My job allows me access to many wires, very important wires. If these wires were to be crossed, we'd have a real problem on our hands indeed. My initial plan was to just cross the wires that control the fuel tank and the thruster, which would create a fiery death for all occupants on board, but where would the fun in that be? That'd be way too easy. As I was thinking of other possibilities, Pedro got my attention and gave me an even better idea that I never would have thought of. He told me which wires to switch and what to do with the computer so that the mission control back on Earth would have no idea what was happening right under their little noses. Pedro called this plan the big finale. As I'm writing this, I'm trying my best to hold my laughter in. Me and Pedro have the entire Earth fooled. We aren't even going to Mars. We're headed deep into the darkness of space with no destination. If my calculations are correct, we'll run out of gas in approximately four months since I switched the other tank off. When we run out of gas, we'll be floating through space until the end of our lives. How exciting! Isabel's eyes and mine briefly meet and she smiles. I smile back to avoid any suspicions. That story was called The Big Finale, by the way. As many of you know, NASA is planning to land humans on Mars by the mid-2030s. It's such an ambitious feat to tackle for humans. 
This story is about what humans are capable of, and most importantly, their limitations both physically and mentally. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this story as much as I did writing it. I'll see you next time on Box of Horrors. Thank you. Thank you.